food, wine. There's, there's not much that goes wrong with that, as my belly can attest to. All that and more on this episode of My Disney Addiction Podcast. Oh, yeah. I like that. I like that. That was good. That was good. That was on time. We were like sync, sync. Dude. Hey, but I don't know about uh, at the end of the episode because we might be a little, we might swill this a little too much, get a little, a little loopy. Yeah, but you barely know. have like anything in there though. I'm a lightweight, bro. I'm a lightweight. So like I have a, a blended whiskey here. I got, uh, so I, in my decanter, Ooh. I have some Evan Williams and then I had a Jameson Black label that only, that I didn't have much left in. So I poured it into the decanter. So I got, this has been sitting together, uh, blended for about, two and a half weeks. I think it will taste better the longer, but it's got a good um, uh, like oak taste, uh, kind of like a uh, like a vanilla wafer caramel taste to it after you let it sit on the tongue with a little hint of cherries in there. It's really you good. You blow my mind. You blow my mind, man. You, you're like a sommelier. I don't, I don't know what whiskey connoisseurs are called, but uh, that was very impressive. I liked all your vocabulary. It's very rich. Yeah, sommeliers. So this is a Moscato. I think it's a Moscato Dasti. Very, very good. I'm more of the fruitier drinker out of out of the, the bunch. But uh, <laughs> it's definitely very good. It's definitely very good. I'm not complaining. I am not. We'll talk about this. Calm down, Greg. Calm down. So, uh, Greg, what are we wearing today? What, are we, what shirt do we got on? So I'm wearing the band that's featured in my favorite Disney ride. Rock and Roller Coaster, so Aerosmith. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, Toys in the Attic Tour, 1975. I like that, I like that. How about uh, you? You know, just rocking the good old Dunder Mifflin Paper Company. You know, Michael Scott, Dwight Schrute, Jim Halpert, Pam, Angela, all that. Don't forget Andy. Andy, you know, Big Tuna. Big Tuna? Yeah, that's good, <laughs> it's good. Kevin, Phyllis, all of them. Who's your, who's, who's the, oh shoot, I'm blanking on his name. Um, Stanley. Stanley, there it is. Stanley, Creed. Uh, oh yeah, Creed. Ryan. Uh, and Cat. Yeah, all of them, all of them. They're good times, they're good times. All right, you guys, we are back at it. Sorry about last week, not being able to come out with the video. It's been super crazy hectic for my family. Nonstop, work's been crazy. Other personal stuff's going on. That's super crazy as well for me. So it's been a long, long week for a while for us. We started putting our youngest one through sleep training. So we're trying to work on that. So like she doesn't sleep through the night. So like sometimes me my, me or, or my wife, depending on which one, whose turn it is, we're up at like 4 a.m. and she doesn't go back to bed until like 5.30. Wow. So but like wow. recently in the past couple of days, she's been getting back to bed in about half an hour. So soon we're hoping for that to start kicking into just sleeping through the night. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, this is your second one that you're going through. Was, was Maddie similar? Oh, when Maddie you was started easy. the sleep training? Oh, oh she yeah. was? She uh, she was, the it took two days to sleep train her and she would sleep through <laughs> the night. Wow, okay. Yeah, it was not bad. Um, Good parents over there. I know, I, I don't even know what, what that entails, so 
I'm deferring to you. I, I give you props. Sometimes <laughs> I need to put myself through sleep training. I wake up in the night. I'm like, why am I awake? I, I usually wake up like five times a night just to just to change positions. I'm really weird. When I fall asleep, it's like sleep paralysis. I do not move unless like I have like a pressure sore or I'm like sleeping in a weird position. My body wakes me up. It's like, okay, Greg, move. Then I change positions and then I fall back asleep and then I'm like completely yeah. paralyzed. Yeah, I, well, we'll, we'll get off that tangent of uh, <laughs> sleep and all that. So, Greg, what are we talking about today? What, what, what don't want in, eh? Hmm, what are we talking about? We're talking about wine, some of the lovely drink. We're also talking about food and a festival that Disney World puts on for said wine and said food. Food and wine festival, people. Come on now. Hey, hey, hey. Yes, that's right. We're talking about my favorite festival in all of Walt Disney World. I love yeah. it. It's great. It, it happens during my favorite time to travel to Disney World. It features all the food, all the drinks. I'm a foodie. I like to, well, I don't like to drink as much, but hey, when in Disney. But um, yeah, it's just, it's just great all around. Love the vibe. And Epcot's one of my favorite parks. And of course, Epcot's World Showcase hosts the Food and Wine Festival. We'll definitely get more and more into it as this episode goes on further. But yeah, really excited to talk about the Food and Wine Festival. Yeah, definitely. I mean, as my belly can attest to, I like me some food, that's for sure. Um, so Greg, let's talk about this. How yes, many, what is Food and Wine Festival specifically? What do they do? What, what, what's it all about? Well, great question. So it happens typically in the fall. Um, Not anymore. Now it starts in like August and goes through like October. I know it's it's weird right now with everything going on with the virus. But yeah, typically in the fall um, runs probably like September to November. And it's only in Disney's Epcot Park, more specifically in the World Showcase. But they've since expanded to Future World. And that's where they set up different kiosks um, of different countries. And you get to sample some of their exotic and very delicious cuisine, as well as their drinks. And as a self-proclaimed foodie, I, that's like my favorite part of going down there in the fall, because I get to um, experience the Food and Wine Festival. And it's gotten more and more popular over the years, as I'm sure everybody knows, you know, Disney's just booming now. Um, in terms of popularity, but they've they've given you these passports where you can actually open up and you can say, oh, you know, in Disney's World Showcase, there are 11 countries, and then you can see each country and what they're offering in terms of food and drink and dessert, and then you can, like, you also get, like, some stickers, so if you go there and order a certain food, you take the sticker, you put it on the passport, it's a ton of fun, and the food is great. I mean, albeit pricey, but again, it's the Disney Premium, so... What do you expect? You're saying there's only 11 countries at Food and Wine Festival? No, 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 no. Like the World Showcase is 11, but I'm saying that they've expanded into, um, you know, Future World with other countries. Like, for instance, there isn't a Greece pavilion. They have a Greece kiosk that serves some delicious spinnacle pita and some euros, all that, all that jazz. They have an Australia kiosk. They have New Zealand. They have Hawaii. It's it is they have, amazing. They have Every, so many different countries there. Oh my gosh, it is great. And every year they keep adding on. And then there's some, you know, guest favorites that stick around. 
So it's an always revolving cast of different countries that they decide to bring into food and wine. Um, yeah, it's it's just phenomenal because literally I plan out every day that I'm there, like what I'm gonna eat. I'm like, should I fast in the morning and afternoons when I get to Epcot at night? Like I can just go ham and go to as many kiosks as possible. I mean, when you go to the kiosk and you order the food, it's not a big serving. It's just more of like a sampling, but it can definitely tide you over. Yeah. So, I mean, for those of you, like, like Greg was saying, like there's, I think last time there was there, I, I was there, I think there were like a hundred things there. Maybe not a hundred. There was like a lot. It was, there was a lot of kiosks there. Yeah. And there's a kiosk like every five feet. Like there's so <laughs> kiosks. Um, one of the fun things to note, if you or your family have the Disney dining plan, you guys can use snack credits at the kiosks for food and wine. Mm. Um, so me and my family, when we, when we went down there the past couple times, we would save our snack credits or like, so we, you would, the, what we would get is we would get one sit down, one counter service and two snack credits. So what we would do is we'd, if we, if we didn't, if we weren't really hungry that day, we'd change the counter service into an additional snack credit. Okay. So we would use that. I mean, that's the thing. Like, and there, even some of these portions, like they're not, ins they're not tiny. They're not like this small. Like sometimes no. it's like, you can have a pretty good amount and- It's substantial, yeah. And so it's, it's very good. And so it's like, I just recommend that if you guys, whether you guys purchase or whether you guys somehow get the free Disney dining plan and you're there during food and wine, remember that you can use the snacks at least it was when I was there. It, I don't know what they, obviously this year they're not having it um, because of COVID and health reasons. Right. They just, it's not going to happen. But um, if they bring it back, which I would be surprised that they didn't, because that's one of the most popular festivals that Disney puts on. Um, oh, they will. Yeah. But if you have a Disney dining plan, think about that. Don't forget that. You can go to all the other general things that Disney puts on, or you can use them at the fun kiosks for food and wine and that's not just the food you can use them on drinks too hey that's that's a disney pro tip from your ghost host you heard it here folks that's right yeah. so like so there's a whole bunch of foods for me um that are really good i love new zealand's food i love um yeah jamaican food i was about to ask you yeah okay jamaican food that's um, great. I, hawaiian food as you can tell i'm very much of the like i like the sea food Kind yeah, of thing. Very, yeah, um, very tropical. Oh, speaking of Hawaii, they make some delicious Kahlua pork sliders there. Yes, great. they it's do. So, so good with the sauce. And every time I pass that kiosk, I look at their menu and I always see this some type of like deconstructed spam or like gourmet spam. And I'm like, I don't know if I should have that. Like, it looks good, but. I've heard bad things about spam. I don't know. Yeah. Have you tried it? No. <laughs> no, don't want it, no. Not worth the calories. Um, so there was one, I forgot which country it was. I don't know what it was, but it was a very refreshing dish. It was like like little tiny chopped up bits of crab with avocado and a Ooh. little bit of lobster with some like cilantro and lime on it. And it was in like a little mm. pot. It was just, it was a refreshing, like, Ooh. little snack. It was so good. Yeah, totally intrigued. It was, but it was so, so good. Oh, yeah, that, dude, that, that sounds so great. 
Um, oh, it had, oh, so, so I, it had, it had, it had, um, yeah. I think uh, diced onion, cilantro, some lime juice, um, chopped up lobster tail and chopped up um, crab with, I think it was a slight, very, very slight, uh, I think it was a, I forgot what kind of mayo relish it was. Okay. Or something, but it was it was super refreshing dish. It was really, really good. Do you remember where that kiosk was like in relation to the Epcot map? I think it was over by Test Track. Oh, okay. Sure. So I remember over there, again, that's like like the Caribbean spot. Yeah. So like they have yeah, different Caribbean foods, um, Jamaica, like the Virgin Islands. Yeah. So I, I think I wanna say maybe it's in it's in that area. But um, that does sound really, really good. So what are the so great, what about what are some um, countries that you really like the food, thought was great? Yeah. Uh, so one of my favorites, I mean outside of the food and wine festival but definitely with with this festival is uh the japan pavilion because when they participate they have one of my favorite things to get there it's called a uh chicken teriyaki bun so basically what they do it's like think of like a dumpling or something like a yeah so they basically cook and marinate this chicken in this deliciously sweet teriyaki sauce and they put a clump of that meat, that marinated meat inside a bun and they like like scoop it up. So it looks like a closed bolt, basically. And so when you bite into it, oh, it just, it releases this chicken and this sauce. It's so, so good. And the bun is, it's really, really, um, it's not crispy. It's, it's like, I don't want to say undercooked, but it definitely has that doughy feel. But yeah. again, it's, it's a very like sweet roll. And it just pairs. So it's kind of like a so cinnamon nice. roll where it's cooked, but it's it's a little bit more like spongy. Yeah. Like it, it's pliable. It's spongy, exactly. Yeah, yeah, spongy. So I mean, I I easily can get like four or five of those. <laughs> like I can't stop eating those. So definitely Japan. Um, I do like New Zealand a lot. I love Hawaii. Um, what other ones? Like like Germany. Um, you know, if you want more of a savory kind yeah. of taste, definitely go there. I know around uh, the UK and Canada, they have their, you know, select kiosks and they have like um, fisherman's pie or like yeah. fisherman's shepherd pie where you get like bits of lobster, mm-hmm. basically just like in um, a, a shepherd's pie with, you know, like peas, mm-hmm. corn, carrots. It's really savory, like almost mushroomy lobster sauce. So that's very good. Um, I know that they also give you samples of like the La Cellier steak yeah. um, by Canada. And yeah. I haven't tried that yet just because I'm like, I don't want my first experience to try a La Cellier steak in a kiosk. That's almost like quick service, you know, like I'd want it yeah. to actually be prepared. I want to be inside the restaurant. So I'm like, I don't know when I want to be able to do that because my family doesn't like to sit down restaurants. So yeah. it's going to be one of those things in the future where I'll go like with you or, or with my girlfriend. So, um, so definitely that, I mean, just basically whatever I feel like, because what I do is um, I try to hit as many kiosks as possible and there isn't a kiosk that I haven't loved yet. Like all of them are great. Yeah. And even again, when you verge into future world, like with Test Track or by um, 
like uh, journey into imagination and like the land areas, you get not, so they're not necessarily, every kiosk isn't specifically catered to a country. Like you get into like active bites or you get like seafood bites, you know, like, so mm -hmm. it's, or like, um, you could do like cheese fusion and like this one kiosk is all about like different ways that you can, you know, mold cheese or, or to put cheese into, you know, some sampling. Yeah. Um, there, there's this one that I love, it's called Active Bites or Active Eats. And yeah. they have this, they, like this delicious, um, like granola bar. It's, it's with raisins, chocolate chips. It's with some type of like honey coated nuts. It has coconut um, shreds on it and dried apricots. It's so good. Um, I even took a picture of it, like, you know, like, like the cross section of it. I'll definitely try to find it on my phone, but yeah, like that one was a staple. Like I would get that like every day. It was so good. I loved it. So I'm definitely more of the food chooser when it comes to food and wine. Every so often I do get a drink. Um, one of my favorite was the Scottish thistle citrus drink. And that was, uh, you know, sort of like in the UK area. Sounds um, like a fruity, frothy yeah. thing. <laughs> it, it, it's definitely fruity, but it does, but it also has like a very tart or almost like a plant bite to it. So okay. it, it was, it was a very good combination. So that, that would probably be the drink that stands out to me the most. I did try cold sake when I was in Japan. I mean, I never tried it before, but it honestly tasted like medicine to me, especially with it being cold. I've heard that sometimes, you know, you serve it warm. And one time when I went out to get sushi, this is back in Wisconsin, I tried warm sake. I liked that better, but I was like, man, I just- That's interesting because yeah. when I told them when we went there and we tried the sake, because they had a sake uh, tasting. Um, Cause then that's the thing, like we went to Japan, we had a sake tasting. And I told him like, yeah, the one time we had sake, it was warm and it didn't taste good. And, she's, and the girl there was like, she's like, yeah, I don't understand why you guys warm up the sake. You're supposed to drink it cold. <laughs> so when we had some of the different sakes and they were cold, I'm yeah. like, wow, this is actually really good. I could do this. <laughs> and, it tastes like medicine to me when it's yeah. cold. I don't like it. Well, no. and it's distilled from rice. So it's, it's, and I don't know, it, it was a lot better cold than... I didn't like, I did not like um, sake warm. Okay. So, I mean, that's interesting. that brings into a, a good discussion. Um, so here's one of the things though, that's kind of a pain and I wish Disney would check themselves on this, is that check it. you know you're gonna have this huge event that's gonna have some, a lot of food, a lot of drinks and it's like, most people that have annual passes or live in that area, they don't go to food and wine during the weekend. Cause that's when all no. the young people just go and they just get smashed. Yeah. And it's like, come on. Like, honestly, for me, it's like, I get it. Disney's I'm, Disney's going to do it. So like not, within reason, they're going to have it on weekends because they know they can get a ton of money from it. But still it's one right. of those things. It's like, if you just kept it to Monday to Friday, You'd have Friday night with people that are crazy, but other than that, it's not that bad. But if you have Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday, and you have that for how many months? Yeah, like two, two and a half. Yeah, so I just, I, that's something that it's kind of, it irks me that I don't like. Like, I wouldn't take my kids on a Saturday.
to food and wine. Like I would take right. them during the week, but I, I don't yeah. know if I would do that during. If I did take them during the day, it, I could do that, but I would I'd be out of there by like three or four o'clock. Right. I mean, I mean, I would be okay with it again if like Disney maybe policed it better or checked themselves, um, especially maybe in, increasing park security or just you know cast members who are more on the watch for those who do drink a little too much or are a little rowdy or a little promiscuous, you know, because they're inebriated. Um, because that, that definitely doesn't, you know, sort of uh, fall into the whole realm of like, oh, we're on like this magical Disney vacation. We're having a fun time. We don't have to worry about obnoxious people, you know, like. Or set up oh. a system where essentially like with the magic bands or something, set up a system where it's like, you can track how many drinks they buy. Like if somebody buys a drink, they have to scan their magic band. And then after five yeah. drinks, they're done. It's like, right. nope, exactly. we, can't, we can't sell you can't anymore. Serve you. Yeah, or, or even get like a magic band where it tells like your blood alcohol levels. Like, okay, 0.8, you're done. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know about that because that's pretty low for some people. No, no but like, it was, yeah, it, it was more of a joke. Yeah, but it's one of those things where it's like, if you had some, a system where it's like, like your wristband, when you order stuff, it tracks what you order. So if you get five drinks after that, like the people who are scanning, they can see that you've had five drinks and where they came from and when you got them. Hey, They'd be like, no, nope, like you're that. done. I like that a lot. Because if you had five drinks and you start, and that was like from like 9 a.m. and it's now 5 p.m., it's like, okay, that's one thing. But it's like, it's you've had five drinks and it's been five hours. We're not giving you any more for a while. Right, yeah, it's all about like the time or the consistency. Because that's the thing, it's drinks. like, I like it. I'm not saying that Disney has to be prudish, but it's like, you have guests that are adults, children elderly, kids you have cast members you have the people that are drinking themselves i'm like you're, you're taking on a huge liability if you're not controlling because that's the thing it's like and here's the thing people are like oh they you can't control what i'm drinking it's like well they're a privately owned company you're on their property they're providing you alcohol that they bought they can do whatever they want so they can be a little bit more stringent with that and that's one thing that i've out of everything with food and wine, that is the biggest complaint people have with food and wine is yeah. on the weekends. Across the board. Crazy. Yep. I know. Yeah. Cause we, we definitely try to stay away from that as well, or at least just don't go as late because you know, the later you get more people hang around, get more drinks than them. But, um, I mean, going on to more of like a benefit, like a, a fun side of food and wine, there's a lot more to do than just eat and drink around the world. Um, like for instance, uh, the American Pavilion, like that amphitheater, they, they put on concert series called Eat to the Beat. And so yep. they bring in some great acts. Uh, usually when we go, we always fall within the time that Billy Ocean comes to perform. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you guys know who Billy Ocean is, but he's a phenomenal singer from the UK. He sings, um, you know, K Caribbean Queen, uh, Get Out of My Dreams, Get Into My Car, When the going gets tough it's tough to get going like this guy has like monster hit after monster hit i think he's up into his 60s or 70s right now his voice is still just as clear as the day that you know he started recording um but he, he has some like sick white dreadlocks like he's rocking it he's having a good time he has a phenomenal band and it's free for you know like the guests in the park um he usually stays like three to four nights like most acts do when they do their rotation but that's also a really great benefit of food and wine. Like you get to see some of these like awesome acts. Like I know Hanson has been down there, 38 yep. Special. They go down there every single year, I think to, They too. do. 
They do, yeah. So, like, you you have some perennials. I, I also love Peter Noon from Herman's Hermits. I don't know if yep. you guys know that band. Uh, uh, funny enough, there was this one point in time, like in the early 60s, where the Herman's Hermits were actually more popular than the Beatles in England. Like, imagine that. It's crazy. But um, Short so that's a cool... <laughs> hey, but still, they were. They were, which is something to brag about if I were them. Um, but yeah, that, that's a really cool sideshow that you can take part in as you're walking around, you know, ch- checking out all the food and drink. Um, and also, like, just the decor that they that they put into yeah, the park. Right? Like, it's crazy. Like, I love, like, when you walk through, like, the front gate um, of Future World, they have, like, these huge, um, you know, garden areas, and, and they put in, like, characters and, like, chef hats and, like, brewing up stuff. Like, ton of fun. They have like special limited edition merchandise because I'm a pin collector. So I love looking at those limited edition pins to see if I want to add them to my collection. So many other things. So it's not just food and wine. Um, there's so many other things that it has since expanded since this you know festival has become so popular. Yeah, no, I agree with you. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that, um, that like one of the other, there's a lot of things there that entertainment wise, um, just once again on the safety side, um, just something you guys got to remember too is with all the food and drinks and things, there's a lot more people condensed in that area. So one thing always to remember is you guys need to just, and this is part of what I like doing. I like, I like giving recommendations for people who are going to go and think about these things. Yeah. You guys want to set aside time to sit down, relax, drink water. Please because, drink. Yeah. Stay hydrated. Because I mean, Disney's crowded as is normally, but throwing food and wine with people drinking a lot, eating a lot, I mean, and there people are crammed during food and wine. You, it's very, very hot. So make sure you guys stay on the water and get your guys some rest time. It's important because you, you just don't want to start getting lightheaded, overheated, you know, getting sick. That's just not how you want to spend your time at Epcot during food and wine. It's not a good time. Very true. You're so right. But um, with food and wine, I think one of the fun things is to drink some of the different types of alcohol that they do have. So like, I like trying some of the different wines or different beers from the countries. Now, I'm pretty specific on how I do that because I'm I'm very much like what I'm drinking and what I'm eating kind of has to fit the palate, right? So if I had something... If I had, so I don't normally buy a food and a drink every single time. It's like, oh, I'll buy this snack, I'll buy this snack, oh, I'll buy this snack, because normally I have water with me. It's like, oh, you know what? That one t- type of beer sounds really, really good, actually. I'm gonna try mm-hmm. that. But if I just had a certain type of dish, just like right beforehand, it's like, I'll think about it, I'm like, oh, that doesn't actually sound too good on my palate right now. But then it's like, oh, actually a nice white wine sounds really good. Um, so like, Sometimes, like, if I know I'm going to get, like, some snacks. So, like, La Cellier had um, some steak options at their booth. So, I got their, like, filet mignon that they're famous for. Was it good? Like, the little sample oh, yeah. out there? Oh, yeah. It was, a, it was a good portion. It was probably easily, like, a quarter of a filet mignon. <laughs> wow. And it was cooked great, perfect. That's, that's what made us want to go to La Cellier the oh. following year. Which oh, was, okay. was so good. And okay. I did that, and I got a little red wine that they have at the restaurant there with it to pair. And I was like, this is great. This is really, really good. And then when I was in Germany, I got, you know, some German food. I got to have myself a beer. 
um, things like that. Um, yeah, I mean, I think there's just a lot of different things that you might want to think about, like, and try to experiment, like, hey, maybe I don't have Jamaican food that often, give it a shot. Or it's like, I don't really, I've never had a type of wine from, I'm trying trying to think of a country from, I don't know, some country you don't normally think of, but try South it. Africa. South Africa. Like, just try it. There's all the opportunities because Disney has brought together all these countries and all their cuisine in one little location for you. So, I mean, if you're going to be down there during food and wine, give it a shot. It's well worth it. Exactly. And the, the cool thing is um, Disney has two other, like, huge festivals throughout the year. Uh, Festival of the Arts, which is like yep. in January to February, maybe even into March. And then you have Flower and Garden, which is like March to May. And they also have... I thought it was like March. Yeah. I thought it was like March to June. Oh, it could be. Yeah. March to June. Um, I don't know the, yeah, the exact book ends, but um, they also have like different food and drink kiosks for those festivals too. So it's not just in food and wine. Like they bring out some really, really delicious and like really tasty food and drink in the other festivals too. So don't to be surprised be fair, if though, you see that. Not as much. True, not as much, but I think it's still worth a mention because like they still bring out some really, it's, and usually more like like sweeter things. Like I remember when I went to Festival of the Arts, they had this like shimmering strawberry um, ice cream. It was amazing. It was amazing, I loved it. Sounds too sweet for me, man. Oh. But- I mean, safe to say I did have a sugar rush, but then again, I don't know if that was my adrenaline being in Disney, <laughs> but yeah. I think that definitely helped. <laughs> well, and the other thing too is it's like, this is a great opportunity for you guys to try teaching your kids some other foods from across the world. Right, exactly. So like with my kid, so we only had Madeline at the time when we went down there. Um, so we've done food and wine, I think two, I think done it through two or three times. And when Madeline went, was there with us, she was about a year and a half old year and a half maybe yeah about a year and a half and maybe a year and six months and so when we were eating some food you know it was like mommy and dad are getting this do you want to try a bite and she was like oh i like that i don't like that and so it's it's a good way to get your kids into trying different things which i think is actually very important not to teach your kids to be picky eaters It is. And like, even with them being at Disney, I think they might be more excited to do it. Cause like, oh, it's Disney, you know, like Disney's making your food for you, you know? So that's, again, I think an added, added side note. So there's more we could talk about eventually. So one of the things we want to do is we want to do some walkthroughs of things. And eventually we would like to do like a walkthrough of food and wine, walkthrough of all the parks, all the resorts, all the cruises, like do walkthroughs, like all that stuff, like all the shows, like react to them. We want to do reaction videos to things too. Um, Because I think that'd be very fun. Um, So this is a food of mine would be something I would like to react and be like, yeah, that was really good. And ooh, that's really cool. So we will do that down the road. Um, It just so happens when we do them, we want to be together when we do them. It's just functionally with Zoom, it's a little bit hard. Um, But Greg, did you have anything else that you wanted to add about food and wine? I mean, you guys just have to try it out. Definitely go for it for yourself. Uh, and those of you who have already experienced it, please let us know in the comments below or, you know, message us over social media. We'd, we'd love to talk about that. I mean, when you pair Dis- like the love of Disney and the love of food, because Chris and I are both foodies, like we can talk for hours on that. So please, please, uh, if you feel comfortable, reach out to us. We'd be more than happy to 
you know, talk with you and just yes. shoot screens because we love that stuff. So um, don't forget to like us on all our social media accounts, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and then w whichever podcast service that you listen to us on. So uh, we really appreciate, you know, you guys taking the time to listen to us um, and sharing our passion. Uh, we want to hear yours. So always, always feel welcome in this community. Excellent. All right, you guys, that is a wrap. That is it for us today. I do want to let you know that I am working on a video about my Victorian Alberts trip. I'm excited. That me and Stephanie went on and I'm working on that. I pretty much have it done. I already put it to my, to my YouTube account and I just wanted to listen to it. And there's some audio things that I need to fix a little bit. Um, but everything is looking good so far. So eventually that will be up and then Mia Greg will actually do a reaction video to that video. Um, so it'll be very fun. Um, so good. Can't wait. Yeah. So it's coming, you guys. It's coming. But once again, this is your only place to get your Disney fix. All right. Thanks for watching, guys. Talk to you later. Peace.